Hi everyone, welcome to Talk Tonight Sports. Uh, I'm joined today with Jamie Oldfield, BKB fighter, Fair Knuckle. Um, absolutely smashing at the minute, pal. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. And yourself? Yeah, all right, thanks, mate. All good, all good. Um, yeah, so get straight into it. You're fighting on the 27th of this month, obviously subject to, to COVID. Um, how are you feeling for it already? Yeah, feeling feeling as good as I can. Obviously, the gyms are shut now, aren't they? So, uh, are you finding that with your training and stuff? Um, I find my fitness is better in like because yeah. I'm just like constantly running now. Yeah, yeah. So the road work's so, coming in a lot more, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I've never really focused on running as much. So this time, I'm smashing the miles in on running and the bike. Yeah, yeah. As well, like, I'm having to do obviously a lot more shadow boxing. Yeah. You've got a bag in that at home, haven't you? You've got some stuff at home. Yeah, too. yeah. I've got the bag and all that set up. So I do that as well. Um, but it's, yeah, technically. Yeah, at least you're doing something with it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah but I've won a fight, so what yeah. I've got to do with them. So, yeah, um, going back to how you got into everything, um, you've professional boxer. Um, you've done stuff before that as well. You've done MMA. If I'm honest with you, I know you've done every bit of fighting which is possibly available to you. Um, three and old boxer, two two knockouts in the first round as well. Um, it's just a great record to be fair, isn't it? Um, how come you? You don't know mind me asking. How come you thinking of going over to the the BKB? How come that was something you thought would be good for you? Um, really, because I want like. I feel like in boxing, a lot of the fights are like handpicked. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, even if it's like not by the fighter themselves, even if it's like the fighter's manager or whatever. Yeah. I just, and I wanted like the hard, harder fights to push myself, not like to disrespect or big myself up. But like, I just wanted, just wanted them hard fights. And I thought the opportunity arose for the burn knuckle. Yeah. So I thought it's another combat sport that I've never done so I'll give it a go and then when he had the, la the last fight I just fell in love with it so yeah I thought going back to you go on go, going yeah, back to you you've had the, the one the one fight haven't you in the burn knuckle at the minute um which was yeah. unfortunately was a loss but I've seen the fight back and you just give it as good as it went it could have gone either way to be fair and it was your first fight wasn't it the other guy was what four four fights or something like Three, four, five, one or more, one, yeah, yeah. one or more by knockout. Yeah. Which is the as well, pal, was unbelievable. To be fair, you, you rattled him a few times when I'd watched it back, so it was... Uh, I'll big him up a little bit as well. He's, he's actually fighting for the British title Oh yeah. Um, in his next fight. He, he had a fight after me against a very um, known Cage Warriors... MMA fighter Azzy Thomas and he he battered him and all yeah. he annihilated uh, I can't even say that word <laughs> annihilated that's the one he just done that and battered him so yeah fair enough well fair yeah, enough but, so going back to how you got into everything why did you start fighting what 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 was the um what was the reasoning behind it I know I know you personally I know I know all this myself but for everyone who's listening why did you actually start fighting um, really, it's because it was like a confidence thing. Um, when I was younger, uh, I went into the boxing gym when I was like dead young, seven-ish, and I fell in love with that. 
I stopped for a bit after that. Um, and I found like I weren't confident at all. I then couldn't even walk into a shop, and I'd be like paranoid or whatever. And then um, I just started training again with the MMA and that after that. And then I was found myself like so confident in the gym around people that was in the gym, and then just carried on then and then my confidence was building up because of that and yeah. I was me I was around people who were a lot older than me all the time and then I found myself so it, it was basically the confidence it was a big massive confidence builder for me yeah. 100% I mean that, that's it isn't it I know you, you've been in all different types of fighting sports which you said um, and you've done it from an early age as well which is quite a big thing I mean from that age as well discipline and everything from a fighting background I started when I was young as well like 10 and I know how it changed me because similar to yourself, I wouldn't say I wasn't I wasn't confident, but I just didn't really stand up for myself. I wasn't interested in, in anything. I just mm. I found myself just falling into boxing and it ended up working for the better for me. Like the best bit of discipline I probably could have had. Um so I mean you you're going you're going into your fights and stuff now you, you've had all these fights, you've got all the experience in it. How does it how does it feel at the minute? I mean, when you when you're fighting, what do you think before it? What's in your mindset to you know to go into the fight? Yeah, um uh, me first I was obviously really nervous. Um I was just like nervous, thinking, what if this happens, what if that happens? And now it's more like I'm just like buzzing for it now. I just I just want to get in there and like I'm not thinking what that other person's doing I'm just thinking what am I going to do to win this fight now I'm not thinking if what if he catches me like this and I'm just thinking I need to catch him like this or um, one thing you taught me that because obviously we used to train together and stuff um, I I remember you you can remember my first proper semi pro fight without glove with well, sorry but head guards and was like big gloves and what have you um, I was I was breaking it the whole fight to be honest with you. I before it and you were just like just calm down, just get into the fight and whatever happens happens. And I come out of it in a third round knockout, which was great for yeah. me. It really helped my confidence. Um, but ultimately, like I never, I never thought of it that way. I always thought what had happened to me. And I think the way you, the mindset which you changed over it, is a great thing to have. To be fair, because when it, there's nothing worse than that first. Well, the last half an hour before you get into a fight, you've got all the, the, the adrenaline inside you. You've got you're scared, your hands are going, you're shaking like mad, and it's just a mad feeling. But I know you're very calm before. I've I've been several of your fights, and I know I know what it's like. Um, going back to your fights, we do do music on this page as well, which is oh, I've ended up on here. Um, Morning Glory is a walkout. I mean, what a tune! You've always had that. Um, why why that song? It's uh. Obviously, as you know, you know yourself, like, I've always, like, I love Oasis. Yeah. Uh, love everything Noel and Liam do. And then I think that song, when them, like, sirens go off at the beginning, yeah, it, yeah. like, triggers something in my head. It's, yeah. like, it's ready for, like, war now. Yeah. As soon yeah. as I, I could be, like, totally calm. As soon as them sirens come on, it's, like, killer mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I think like it's just... It's just a mental thing for me. And then, obviously, when it starts kicking in, the lyrics, where is it? All your dreams are made. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, All your yeah, dreams are made when you train to the mirror and the razor blade. That's the yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, today, the day the world will see. Yeah, yeah. And um, I 
but them lyrics just like speak volumes to me. It like and like I'm basically saying to the crowd like you're gonna see like this me now. This is me. Plus, because it's a top tune that everyone who comes to watch it loves it. So they're all bouncing and get the atmosphere going. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, 100%. Um, following line with that, you're a Man City fan, aren't you? Yeah, an avid Man City fan, absolutely loved them. Um, why why City? I mean, are you one of these who, I mean, don't shoot me down, are you one of these who've done it since the, first, the first day or have you done it since the uh, the money come in? How, when did you start with Man City? Um, to be honest, I didn't really follow football at a young age, really. Um, I'm not going to say I've always loved like I'm not going to say I was a massive massive City fan yeah. or anything like that. I always like liked them and that but didn't really follow football when yeah. I put me mind to it I'm going to start following football it was Man City the year I started supporting them they finished was it 14th something like that yeah yeah uh, Two years later or something, obviously all the money coming. Yeah, so um, that then, one, which is good. Yeah, and then started winning everything. But yes. now I'm gonna win much now. So well, I, I, I doubt that. I mean, you, you've got the team there. It's just it's, it's a stepping stone, isn't it? At the minute, and you just it's just because the fans are not there. I think everything's different. I mean, I'm a Liverpool fan, you know that. We've had some banter about this in the past, and. Um, <laughs> It's hard at the minute because the fans are not there. And I think with the current COVID situation, yeah. I think any sport's weird without any fans in it. You're watching the boxing. I mean, I was watching the Katie Taylor fight last night and there's no one there. Mm. And it's just a weird setup. It is a massively weird setup. Um, when a team's going down, they need some teams like Liverpool have got a massive fan base. If yeah. they go down, they go. Them fans are like an extra player. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool have done it before, Champions League against Barcelona, 3-0 down or whatever it was. Yeah, Fans get, as well. get up and then that, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, a massive, it's a massive thing, mate. And I think the sooner we get fans back into the stadium, the, the sooner everything's going to get back to normal. I think that'll be the normality for a lot of people is going yeah, to... Sure. That, that's what your life involves around. It's like going to a church, really, isn't it, sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I miss yeah, fried chicken at the Etihad. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, going back into the boxing stuff. Um, what's been the most challenging, or I guess the hardest fight you've ever had? If you can put a, a pinpoint on it and say, you know what, this is where I've been. Because I've seen your fights, and I know some of them have been, as you said, first round knockouts, which you've you've cleaned them out in about thirteen seconds. Like it's mad. Um, but I mean, what's the one where you've gone right? Okay, I need to step the game up here. Um, the burn up one, my last one. Was it? Burn-up. Yeah. Without gloves, what's it like getting? I mean, for everyone who's listening, what's it like getting punched in the face? Apart from the gloves, I mean, I know when you get it with the face and the gloves, the adrenaline kind of takes the pain away, and as soon as you finish the fight, everything <laughs> starts hurting. Then, but I don't know about yourself. What's it like with, with like, knuckle? That first time, and I got in, and it was like we were working each other out for the first ten, fifteen seconds. <laughs> I remember after that, he hit me with a, I think it was a jab and then a straight right. And that right broke my nose oh, right. within, the space of 20, so within the space of 20 seconds. I've got my nose broke. Yeah. Straight after that, he's hit me with another shot. Uh, another shot. Another shot. <laughs> after that. And he split, he split the top of my eye. 
So within 30 seconds, I broke my nose and split my eye. And I thought to myself, what am I doing in here? <laughs> well, I know, but it is mad. It was blood over me. It was getting in the eyes. It was, oh, oh. And then I got, he battered me for that round, battered me. So I went back to my corner and I was like, right, what am I going to do here? And he was like, scrap the boxing now, just having a fight. Yeah, yeah. So I think and all, after that, I weren't hurting at that point then. I weren't yeah, hurting. You go numb after a bit, don't you? Yeah, it starts becoming... Yeah, so back in, I thought I blitzed him in the second round. Third round, he run off a little bit and then it was even. But yeah, yeah. after the fight, oh, I I remember trying to eat a donut on the way home. <laughs> My jaw was just out of here. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't shoot. My eye was killing me nose. I couldn't breathe out my nose or anything. It, yeah. oh. I remember seeing you after the fight, pal. I remember what it was like. It was like, <laughs> it was mad. yeah, it was crazy. Um, right, go in, go in. And you turned around and said to me, and all, you turned around and said to me, well, you knew what you were getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. That's it. You complain about it after it. And that's, that's the, what everyone always says to me is after, I mean, I, I, I box, but when, when we're fighting there and you get out of it and you've got black eyes and broken nose, and I just felt like your mum, to be honest with you. It's like after the fight, I turned here and was like, well, you know what you, my mum always used to say after, me after every fight was, you know what you get yourself into? Don't come to me crying if you're hurting. And that, that's it, isn't it? Um. Right, going back into some other stuff, I know you've done quite a bit of charity work as well, haven't you? Uh, with boxing, um, you, you, I was in a corner with you about a year ago, a year and a bit ago, um, for some charity work, charity fight you've done. And before that as well, I know you've done loads of, loads of stuff for charity, um, which, is, which is great. I mean, it really stands out for, for your characteristic and stuff. Um, why, why, what is it you, you feel when you're doing that? I mean, why do you do that? If you don't mind me asking, what, what's... Is there a reason you're helping people out and stuff? Because just rather give you the limelight to say, this is what I do it and why I do it for, you know? Yeah, um, because I like, I like, um, yeah. but I just feel like uh, people that have not got much in and like, it's nice to give them a little bit back. Obviously, you can't give them the whole world, but. Yeah. Even if, like, this this year, and for my next fight, any proceeds that I make for my next fight, portion of that's going away, and we're going to, um, me and my missus are going to do, like, um, boxes for the kids and drop them off at a food bank. Oh, yeah, yeah, sweet. And it's going to have, like, little toys in and, like, coloring books and, like, sweets and just yeah. little things for Christmas, and that's just for, like, struggling families. Yeah. Mum's still going to go to the bank can pick one or two little boxes up depending on what, how many kids they've got and it just maybe if it's, even if it's a Christmas Eve just to make a kid happy for like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day so that's what we're doing this year plus I've got the mental health awareness portion of the money is going to go to that because I'm yeah. highly standing at the minute and so yeah but in the past I've done stuff like I lost my granddad due to bleeding on the brain so I've done Charity work for um, the Neurological Centre in Liverpool, Walton Centre, because um, that was close to me heart. So I am going to go back and do something else for them. Um, I climbed Snowden on Christmas Eve the other year. That was for, is it Claire's House in Liverpool? I forgot the name, is it now? Um, that was for them, raise money for them. I'll keep doing it. I think as long as people need help, I'll keep doing a little bit. 
even if it's only under 200 quid, it can get them something, can't it? Yeah, definitely, mate. And it's, it's an inspiration for everyone who's, who doesn't do anything is to... There's people out there who need the help and you're going out your way and you're doing that. I mean, as you said, on Christmas Eve, that, that's like a big day. You spend with your family and stuff. You didn't spend the top of a mountain in Wales, you know what I mean? So it's mad. <laughs> right. Um, going, going back to the fighting and stuff, you've got a nickname, haven't you, uh, for, your, for your boxing, which is The Omen. Why, why is that your nickname? I've never, I've never asked you this before. I just went with it, but I've never actually asked why your name is The Omen. Yeah, this is just... This is just coming out now actually um because my mum always called me the devil child since the day I was born. <laughs> so I thought it'd be there. Plus it went with me like Ulm and Oldfield. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, that's that's good. I'll take that. So I actually, yeah, kept it like that. Oh brilliant, brilliant. Um and another thing with the music as well, you're a massive Lincoln Park fan, haven't you? You're a massive Lincoln Park. You've got um is it Chester Bennington on your leg tattooed? Yeah, I've seen the tattoo. I know how good it is. Um why I mean you love Lincoln Park. What place do they hold in your heart, really? Is it? Yeah, what, because I just Chester yeah. Dark, give you a... Because, um, like when I was going through a hard time and that, and like I was having mad thoughts and things like that, I put the songs on and the lyrics that he was singing. Like, it's not just the song; it like, like hit me like in my heart. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I believe I, I just believe he saved so many people. He couldn't save himself, but he saved probably thousands, maybe even millions people yeah, yeah. in the world just through his songs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think, yeah, the band and the songs and him do hold a place in my heart because it personally helped me. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, he's a great musician. The shame he's gone. A similar similar situations with like Chris Cornell and stuff. We were good mates of him. And it's just mad to see artists of that calibre just do things they do sometimes and what would it be like now if he was still here what would it be what would the music be like what would what would everything be like and i guess he's yeah, like yeah. see which stands on for the time being um what you, just i don't know if you're aware but mike tyson's making a comeback with um roy jones jr and the 27th of this month i think it's a sixth round fight if i'm not mistaken um what what do you what do you think on like the likes of um, George Foreman, who made a comeback. Um, obviously, Mike Tyson's doing it now. So, what? How do you how do you feel about that? What do you, What do you reckon it is? It's mad. I, I think a portion of it is like once you're a fighter and you fought at that level, I think you can never get it out of your system. Yeah, you'd always get the urge to fight. You, you're around it all the time. You want to get back in there. But I think another portion of it now there's a lot more money in boxing. Yeah. So if he comes back, he could make what he could make twenty million or whatever off this. Yeah, whatever so, he wants, really. Everyone's gonna buy it. Yeah. So I think it, but I feel Mike Tyson's just got that hunger to fight in the other side. I think he just loves yeah. fighting. Well, do you reckon Tyson will win it then? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Because Roy Jones obviously is a great boxer, but yeah. over the last years he's still been fighting, Annie, and he's been a bit of like a. I don't want to disrespect him. But because he's, he's like I see in these his records unbelievable, but he's been a bit of a stepping stone the last few years. If I'm honest with you, it's been a bit of a name yeah. ticket, and it'd be interesting to see what Tyson does now when he comes back and fights. Um, but it's just a bit of a mad one to be fair. Just, just see what happens, really. Um, right, I'm gonna do a, a few questions with you now, Jamie. Um, just some quick fire questions. Just say the first thing that comes to your head. Um, so first one. Um, 
who who's the best boxer of all time in your opinion? We might have lost you. Jamie though. I know what Jamie just uh, his phone died there, so he's come back on. Um right. Um as I was saying, here's some quick fire questions. So um yeah, first first one, um the best boxer of all time in your opinion. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. So, uh, two, best UFC fighter. John Jones. John Jones. <laughs> Uh, third best uh, best album of all time. Nirvana MTV Unplugged. Four favorite city memory. Edward Garden in the last few minutes. <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I I'm not even a city fan, but that that for me was one of the best things I've ever seen football wise. Um, Fury or Joshua? Fury. Fury. Um, do you reckon that fight will actually happen? Hopefully in 2021. I'd like it. 21, 22. But he's got to fight Wilder again, according to his, uh, all the, the rumours and stuff. Wilder's now calling him back out, saying he didn't want it, and now he's saying he does want it and stuff. So that'll be interesting well, to see. Uh, his drink doesn't get spiked. <laughs> big man with a load of excuses, and he? That's all he is. I'm not a huge fan of Deontay Wilder. I think he's just one punch person, but he's, um, he's one of them people. He's a good. He's got a good record, but against people who are not like Tyson Fury or Joshua and Klitschko or Grabby. Oh, yeah. What? What? I'll ask you a little question. What do you reckon about Canelo versus Callum Smith? Yeah, I was going to mention that. To be fair, Callum. Um, I think I'd love to say Callum Smith will do it. I'm a, I'm a huge Canelo fan. Um, I'd love to say Callum Smith would do it because he's he's local and he'll he'll be a massive name. And if he does, then I think the rematch will have to be taking place at Anfield, yeah. uh, and that's what will happen. Um, but I don't think I, I think he'll do a job on him, Canelo. To be fair, I think he'll just he stands still. He'll just block up. He'll throw the punches he needs to. And I think even if he's shown what he did against um, I can't remember his name. The last the last guy he fought um, was it? Who was it? Is it, is it, was it Kovalev? Yeah, Kovalev. I was getting confused with Pulev. Then the guy Joshua was fighting Kovalev. Like, he'd done a job on him, didn't he? I mean, Kovalev done, done a job for a few rounds. But yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So to come back to, to come back to where he was, I think it'll be... Uh, I don't think it'll be easy work. I think it might go to distance, but I think he'll do... Uh, he'll just box. He'll just do what he needs to do. And Callum Smith catches him. He's got a good chance. But I do think... Callum Smith is not... Uh, Smith hurting him is... Block, um, Genedy, block. Am I pen? Yeah, GGG. Uh, let's just let's do that. GGG. Don't jump me. <laughs> I'll say triple G if he can't hurt him. I can't see Callum Smith. No, hurting. I mean, I've, I've um, I, 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 you know myself, and um, I done them PTs with my Murray last year, tonight. Um, and 
the conversations I had with him about the fight we did, Glofkin, he said, I've never felt a punch like it. He said, like, I've never felt or fought some amazing people. And he said, and I remember the first right hand he threw at me, it caught him, he just, his head fell off. He was like, what have I got into here? It's <laughs> like, I've never felt anything like it. He went, he went a good distance with him, but he got stopped in the 11th. But it'll be an interesting fight, to say the least. But you watched the punchy hit Canelo clean on the chin numerous yeah. times. And yeah. Canelo's just like, yeah, he, rattles, he does rattle him. You can see it, but Canelo is he's a very stern face. You can see the way he does it. Um, I think we're, we're approaching the end of this now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the opportunity to, to plug what you need to do. So, you, your next fight, where can everyone watch it if you want to watch it? Fight TV, Thunder BKB lockdown. And if you buy the fight, send one of us a screenshot of the confirmation confirmation email and then that can go towards my sale yeah and obviously a portion yeah. of that not just like how i'm gonna make loads of money from the fight yeah it's going to go into charities now what i mean yeah um, i think you've been thing. Have you paid to watch that and i'm gonna um, I'll, i'm gonna document everything to do with the charities i'm gonna document and like release through christmas so maybe yeah, if you're happy yeah. christmas yeah, that's well, uh, what's your uh, Instagram um, for people to follow you on there so they can see what you're doing on Facebook and stuff? Is it BKB or something? Oh, Omen. Omen BKB underscore official. Yeah, well, go and give Jamie a follow on there, um, show him some support. He's, he's doing great stuff and it'd be an exciting fight, that one, to say the least. Um, yeah. Have you got much planned over Christmas or have you got anything else planned over the next year or so with fighting? Have you, have you got anything in mind which you're looking to do or...? I keep saying that I retire and I never do so. <laughs> yeah, the youngest but, person to retire from four sports. <laughs> saying one more fight and then I get offered another one and then yeah. hard to turn it down, as you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> right, we'll uh, we'll we'll call us off there then, mate. I appreciate you coming on. Um, you you've been my first victim yeah. for this. Um, so we'll uh, we'll get this out for you. Um. And yeah, obviously stay in contact. Um, follow the page, and if yeah. anyone's got any um, if anyone's got any questions for Jamie, fry it his way. I'm sure he'll answer you. Um, and yeah, you've been listening to Talk Tonight Sports. And if uh, you got any questions, anything you want to know, just drop us both a message, and we'll be able to get back to you. All right. Cheers, guys. Nice one. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Exactly.